Good afternoon, everyone. Happy Sunday. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed their week that they had this week. And I'm praying for anyone who has had a tough week also. I enjoyed my week for the most part. Um, I did tell you all on the last podcast when I was doing the children's and family Bible study on, I believe, Thursday, because I didn't get to do it on Wednesday, that I will be talking about Hagar and Ishmael, because it tied into what we were discussing on the Bible study on Thursday. So, um, if you have your Bibles, open them up to Genesis chapter 16. That is where the story of Hagar and Ishmael is coming from. Once again, that's Genesis chapter 16. Okay. So Genesis chapter 16, Hagar and Ishmael. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. And she had an Egyptian maid servant whose name was Hagar. So Hagar was a maid. A maid to Sarah back then. Sarah didn't bear Abram any children whatsoever. So Sarah said to Abram, See now the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Please go into my maid. Perhaps I shall obtain children by her. And Abram heeded the voice of Sarah. Then Sarah, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. After Abram had dealt, dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan. So he went into Hagar and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress became despised in her eyes. So, basically, so far, basically, Sarah had an Egyptian maid servant, a maid, basically, whose name was Hagar. That was Hagar's job I guess her lifestyle she was a maid to Sarai which was Abram's wife at the time and Sarai felt like because she couldn't bear any children she wanted Hagar to bear the children for her husband since she couldn't and that was her maid so that's how she felt um so once um Hagar became Abram's wife and conceived, she became jealous. Um, Sarah became jealous of her because she could conceive and she wasn't able to conceive from Abram. So basically many times people may, most of the time we as humans, as imperfect people, imperfect individuals, we can't do something else that someone else does that we want to do like we want to do a certain thing 
like Sarah, she wanted children, but she couldn't bear any children. It was not meant for her to have any children. Um, and so her maid was able to conceive by her husband. So that made her jealous. That made her despise Hagar for the simple fact that Hagar was able to conceive and she wasn't. And many times that's just like a whole bunch of us. We get um, jealous or we despise people because they were able to do something that we weren't able to do that we wanted to do. And I guess I have felt that way too before. So, yeah. Okay. Then Sarah said to Abram, My wrong be upon you. I gave my maid into your embrace, and when she saw that she had conceived, I became despised in her eyes. Well, no, I take that back. Oh, excuse me. Okay, so. Okay, so yeah. Sarah did become despised over the fact that Hagar, um, I almost got confused because of what I was reading, sorry. Um, because Hagar was able to conceive and she was not able to conceive. And then Sarah said to Abram, my wrong be upon you. I gave my maid into your embrace. And when she saw that she had conceived, I became despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between you and me. So I'm guessing Hagar was this, became despised also. So it wasn't just like a one-way situation it came from Hagar too so I'm guessing Hagar did not want to do this she did not want to conceive she did not want that type of lifestyle you know she didn't want that that's what I'm guessing that's why she became despised also because she didn't want that to happen she didn't want to conceive by April that's what I'm guessing I don't really know until we read on. Uh, I don't really know because I was not back then and I was not present at that time. So, yeah. Um. So, Abram said to Sarah, Indeed, your maid is in your hand. Do to her as you please. And when Sarah dealt harshly with her, she fled from her presence. So because um, that was Sarah's maid, Abram was like, you know, do as you please to her. That's your maid, basically, in so many words. Um, And Sarah, I guess, punished um, Hagar harshly, like, I don't know if it was abuse physically, abuse mentally, emotionally. We don't know that because it don't go into detail right there about 
what was done to Hagar. It just says that Sarah dealt harshly with her. And she dealt harshly with her to the point that Hagar fled from Sarah's presence. Okay. Now the angel of the Lord found her by spring of water in the wilderness, by the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarah's maid, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from the presence of my mistress, Sarah. The angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand. Then the angel of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly so that they shall not be counted for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are with child, and you shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has heard your affliction. He shall be a wild man. His hand shall be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all of his brethren. So basically, the angel of the Lord came to her and asked her, where she's coming from and where she's going and she told the angel of the lord that she was fleeing from the presence of her mistress sarah she basically could not take what she had dealt with that was so harsh for her that is why she fleed in the first place so she fleed because she just she didn't want to endure that However, the angel of the Lord sent her a message from the Lord to tell her to go back and submit to her mistress. Like, isn't that kind of, that make you look at stuff and be like, why, Lord? Why are you making me go back into this situation that you know is harmful, that you know is no good? You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure a lot of us have dealt with situations that we had to endure and stay in and stick around in like we had no choice and we had to endure such heartache or such pain or something that (coughs) we know we should get out of but if God tell you to go back then God knows something that you don't know. It's the reason why he told Hagar, he told the angel to tell Hagar to go back and submit to Sarah. And, you know, probably looking like, ah, if I was Hagar, I wouldn't be going back. Uh-uh, ain't nobody gonna abuse me. Ain't nobody gonna treat me harshly. Or do whatever Sarah did to Hagar. You know what I'm saying? That's just the common thoughts of us imperfect humans, us imperfect individuals. That's what how we think for the most part. That's how majority of us think. So now we're gonna move on to see what exactly did Hagar do in this situation? Was she like us? Or was she not like us? Like, what did she do in this situation?
Okay. Then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees, for she said, Have I also here seen him who sees me? Therefore the well was called Beer. I, I cannot pronounce this word, so I'm going to skip over it. So, excuse me, y'all. Y'all will have to read this for yourselves. Once again, it's Genesis chapter 16. Observe it is between Kadesh and Bered. So, Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram named his son, whom Hagar bore Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. So, in this situation, she obeyed the Lord. She went back like the angel of the Lord told her to. And she bore a son for, for, um, I'm sorry, for Abram. And his name was Ishmael. So, basically, my take out of this whole chapter Genesis chapter 16, the story of Hagar and Ishmael, is that when we are in situations that may be bad or unhealthy for us, you know, situations that may be unbearable, um, situations that we know we should not be in, we know we should get out of, or, you know, situations that is not so good on our mental state our emotional state our physical state you know whether it be you know physical emotional mental like I said God always sees what we cannot see and we have to always understand that God's plan is always bigger and better there's a reason why when God tells you to do something He's telling you for a reason. Just like in this situation, he told the angel of the Lord, told the angel to go tell Hagar to go back. There is a plan always put in place for each and every last one of us that God has. No matter the circumstances, no matter how it looks, how it feels, or whatever is a plan that God has for each and every last one of us in our circumstances that may be bad or unhealthy that's bigger better and it is going to work out for the good we may not understand it because most of the time we don't understand and we always trying to figure out I'm trying to understand. I'm pretty sure that's how Hagar felt. She did not understand. But yet she was faithful. And she obeyed the Lord. And went back and bore Ishmael. For Abram. So we may not understand it at the time. Because of how the circumstances look. But we have to trust in God. And his word. That's exactly what Hagar did in her situation. Her characteristic of trust is a prime example of her faith. And we should strive to have that type of characteristic, even when it may be hard at times. 
So, she had a wonderful characteristic. She trusted in the Lord. She trusted in what he, his message was sent to her by the angel. And she went back. So, that was her faith kicking in. She didn't know what was to come. She didn't know if she would have to endure that pain again. She trusted God in his word, his message. She had faith that everything would work out for the better because of the message from the Lord. And we should want to strive each and every day to have that same characteristic in our circumstances that may be bad or unhealthy. So that that's basically what Hagar and Ishmael story was about. I mean, it's more to it in the other chapters, but I just wanted to speak on that chapter because I know I have brought it up to you all in the children's and family Bible study on Thursday that I did. So, yeah, and like I've always said in my other Bible studies, each story of the Bible has a plan. It ties into one plan. It ties into one person. And that's Jesus Christ, the promised Savior. So, um, everything has a purpose. Like I said, God has a purpose for everything. He sees what we can't see. He see the future. We we can't see the future. We're not him. So we will want to have that characteristic like Hagar. Okay. So I hope you all enjoyed the Bible study. It was very short. It wasn't long and drawn out. I just wanted to speak on that because I said I was going to speak on that because I mentioned it in the other Bible study. So, um, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And I hope you all have a wonderful and blessed week. God bless. Till next time. <laughs>